Welcome everyone to the gaming couch. Be it video games, card games, or board games, we'll have a good time playing. So come and join me on the couch. This is your host, Smart Boy. Evening, everyone, or morning, whenever you're listening. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, I apologize if like my voice sounds off or I clear my throat during the episode. Either my allergies are starting to slowly kill me now that we have some really nice spring weather, or I'm coming down with some sort of illness because working in a school building where there's like, you know, hundreds of people everywhere and a lot of kids, it's easy to catch something. So I apologize, you know, if you hear any sniffling or anything like that. However, I thought this was really important and I really wanted to make an episode about it and I didn't want to postpone anything. So I figured, screw it. The show must go on regardless, and the next week I'll feel better, and it won't sound as disgusting. So, bear with me. Now, today, today's topic. It was, if memory serves right, last Tuesday. Yes, last Tuesday. Anyone who kind of, like, surfs the net and keeps an eye on certain things, you know, international news, stuff like that, will understand what I say when I bring up the words Article 13 or, after some changes, Article 17. And for those of you that don't know what that means, I'll have some links, as always, in the uh, the description of the episode for you to follow. It's two different websites, just some some light reading. Like, there's a lot more information than I'll provide. But Article 13 is coming out of Europe. And my understanding of it, after reading it over a bit and watching a few clips of it and watching some uh, YouTuber react to it, my understanding is Europe... Europe is now pushing for this law to indirectly censor the internet. All right, that sounds really, like, big scale, but I think that's kind of what it's looking at. So here's the thing. Article 13. As it stands, obviously, the internet, in all its glory, allows us to share a crap ton of stuff. You know, I can share my opinion by doing these podcasts and posting them online. You can share memes or GIFs or whatever you want through Facebook or Twitter or Tumblr or whatnot for ha-ha lols and stuff like that. And those GIFs usually come from like a TV show, a video game, a movie, you know, something like that. Something that's pop culture that people know about and understand. Even from there, you know, look at Google Scholar and stuff like that. Look at news outlets. These companies that are sharing information, like snippets of articles get share between people on Twitter sometimes, or people like on Discord will discuss topics that are coming up and share links. You know, this stuff happens because the beauty of the internet is it allows us to share information like that with relative ease. And that's kind of what it was initially made for. When the internet was first created, it was used mostly by universities and like, you know, government, military, like the big, the big wigs. With that same idea, though, the ability to share information coast to coast almost instantly, because the time was a little slow. That was the original idea, and it's still that idea today. It's just more public. You know, everyone can use it. Everyone can get access to it and share stuff, either for actual research and purpose or just for funny ha-has with each other. Now... Obviously, with all that, there has to be copyright and stuff like that. Anyone who's been around YouTube a bit knows that YouTube's going crazy trying to, like, shut down copyright issues, et cetera, et cetera. The, the system has been abused, yada, yada, yada. Not going to get into the conversation of YouTube right now. That's not what this is about. This is about Article 13. 
but there's always been that worry and things in place to kind of fight copyright. If it's blatant copyright, obviously things are taken into account and you know measures are you know, people react properly and stuff happens, etc. Legal stuff goes on to shut down people that are pirating or using stuff and claiming it as their own, etc., etc., etc. And of course, you can't stop that completely. That on a platform like this, where millions and billions can use it and use it with ease, things will fall through the cracks. Yes. Okay. Hell, you know, crime happens because people want to do it. You know, you can pass laws, people will still find a way to break them. Now, Article 13 is trying to put another layer on it. And the understanding, sorry, the understanding I'm getting from what I'm reading is it puts more pressure on platforms that users use to post, publish, or whatnot, various things. So a quick snippet here from CNBC. It's aimed at giving news organizations more protections to ensure they're paid fairly for the dissemination of their stories online. Services like Google News will be under particular pressure as the rules will mean tech firms need to agree to licenses with publishers to share their articles. Okay, that's one half. Like, that's another article that's kind of being roped in with Article 13. That's Article 11. Because it kind of goes under the same flag of, okay, you want to share this news article. Like, you know, you use Google to find things. So if Google wants to share news that other people do, like CNBC, CNN, stuff like that, they have to get some sort of license taken care of to give them the right to post. And Google, which, I mean, Google's worth trillions – Google's even gone so far to suggest that they pull their whole news platform from Europe because of this. Because trying to do all that work, spend all that money, is such a big hassle. Like if anything, from like I said, this is my understanding, anything that they want to share, you have to get licenses bought from the news, whoever it is, whatever company it is, to share anything, any story they have. And to give you an idea, I believe that means like you know, I'm posting a link to this very article, the article I just quoted. I'm posting a link to it, and I'm posting another link to – what is it I have up here? CNN, I want to say? Yeah, CNN Business. I would need – or you know, Anchor, Spotify, the other platforms I'm posting on. They would need to get the rights, the licenses to agree from CNBC and CNN for me to post this link on their platform. Because now it's on the big tech firms and companies to prevent things from even getting posted. Not to be reactive, like, okay, we saw a copyright, now we're taking it down. But to be proactive and prevent it from getting posted in the first place. But in a broad term, not just like some ha-ha meme, just everything. That is what I'm looking at. That's article, that's a different article. It's article 11. But it's being paired with 13 because there's some similar things going on with it. Which, right there... I mean, you share the news that way. Like, that's how you share the news is by sharing articles and posting things and stuff like that. Like, Facebook, I've se- I've heard about this. Stuff. Like, I heard about Article 13 because of Facebook, because someone shared it, because it was posted on Facebook. And it links right to the website. So it's like, I know where it's coming from. All right? Now, the other thing, the, the, the other worry is Article 13 itself. And I'm just going to read this and see kind of what we can make use of it with the new rules from article 13 
Liability now lies with tech giants to ensure their platforms aren't open to copyright breaches. Detractors have said this would lead to controversial pre-filter systems where everything from memes to GIFs are blocked from online platforms. This is kind of what I was saying before when we talked about Article 11 with the news. If you are to publish anything, post anything on any site, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what have you, it's on them, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, what have you, it's on them to ensure that nothing copyright, like, you know, that is breaching copyright, is posted in the first place. Again, that proactive measure where I see where they're getting at to even keep a breach from happening is, it's a, you know, it's a smart idea. You can't shoot somebody if you never get the gun. They're trying to prevent a copyright infringement from happening from not even getting posted. That just puts so much more pressure on these platforms that are made for sharing stories, news, information, and what have you. It just puts a full stop on it. And not even that, if you look at creativity in general, like I'm not even looking at the tech giants now. I'm looking at just users, their creativity. What that means, what I'm reading here, what that means, fan art. All right, I'm thinking like, you know, just Deadpool fan art. That just popped in my mind right away. People like to make fan art of Deadpool, like OC characters, you know, OC characters in Sonic, stuff like that. They like to make art based on something that they really enjoy and share it online. And it's sometimes there are, there's commission work being done. People do commission work here and there for stuff like that. Heck, I've been to conventions and I buy, you know, I have hanging right up above my desk where I'm recording this, I have... Two posters. One is a Dead Space poster. It's a very well hand drawn portrait. I love it. And next to that, I have a thing called the Meta Knight, which is this one group thought it'd be really funny, and I love it. They took the Dark Knight poster and they put a Kirby spin on it. So instead of Batman, it's Meta Knight and all that kind of stuff. It looks like a movie poster, and I love it to death. I absolutely love it. That kind of stuff. That shit no longer happens online. That kind of shit is not allowed to be shared or published or whatever because, well, we got to get the licenses from the groups that own those things first before we can even let it be published because copyright infringement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The reason why that's so ridiculous, again, you're putting a lot of pressure on the tech giants. You're kind of shutting down creativity. And, like, a third thing here is there's a reason why it's called citation and fair use. And even common sense, you know? Anyone who's written a paper at any point, whether it's for actual research as a career or you're just in college, you're supposed to cite your work. And with that, a lot of times, like Meta Knight, for example, Deadpool, for example, stuff like that, are such well-known icons that if someone's claimed, like, oh, this is my design, everyone's going to be like, fuck you, that's bullshit. That's Deadpool. That's Meta Knight. Like, we know that ain't your shit. Like, we know you didn't create the character. You modified it in terms of, like, you know, fan art and parody work and stuff like that. But you definitely did not create that person, that character. You created the parody. You created the fan art of it. That is what you created. And then with it, a lot of times when you look at those kind of things, you know, I've seen it on YouTube and, hell, even Newgrounds. Like, I'll get to Newgrounds in a minute. In the description, they'll say, based on the characters made by Nintendo or, you know, rights of these original characters to Microsoft, whatever, you know, whatever it is, there is a citation there because that's that's what you're supposed to do. Like, that's originally what copyright is. With this kind of idea of fair use and other things going on on the internet, 
you give a basic citation saying, okay, yeah, this is my work. Like I made the drawings, I made the animation, stuff like that. Yes, but it was based on Mario and Mario's owned by Nintendo. You put that little disclaimer in the description and then it's all sunshine and roses. You know, we're, our butts are covered at that point because we're giving proper credit to where credit is due. But now with this, with Article 13, that, that doesn't work anymore, homeboy. You need to pay somebody. Like Somebody has to get paid because it's somebody's work that you're basing it off of. And it's not even you having to do it. It's the tech firm that you're using. It's the platform that you're using has to fork it over. And obviously, they don't want to fucking do that shit because that's a lot of work. I don't, and honestly, I'm with the tech giants on this one. That is ridiculous. That is a ridiculous amount of censorship you're putting on users and the people. And that's a lot of pressure you're putting on in terms of just administration on the tech side. How can you reasonably make this work? And then from there, you're stifling all this creativity. Uh, Newgrounds, okay? Newgrounds. Let's look at Newgrounds real quick. One of my favorite series on Newgrounds was Super Mario Land by Bigfoot. I can't remember the number, but it's Bigfoot something. Okay, if you go on Newgrounds and you search up Super Mario Land, it's a series one through five, NBC. The author says Bigfoot something. It's the right thing. God almighty, is it fucking hilarious. The guy just takes essentially augmented footage of the original Super Mario Land games, all right, and uses sound bites from famous movies and TV shows to just do little skits. And I love it to death. Oh, my God, I love it to death. And my full understanding, Newgrounds, unless it's like, – they've made some modifications where people can ask for, like, Patreon, and there's some services, I think, on Newgrounds now for actual, like, paying for – like, paying developers, paying creators, stuff like that. Bigfoot didn't get a single penny for that work for Super Mario Land. My full understanding is he it never asked for money. I never saw a link for donating money, none of that. Not once did I see him ask for any money. It's simply just, I made a ha-ha lols, come check it out, and people love it. That's no longer a thing. You're taking young artists. I mean, I, I teach high schoolers, and I've seen some of their work. They're like, yeah, I really love this series. Like, I got this one student. She made this really cool thing. Based on Portal in this one song, she did kind of like – she just did hand drawings of it. So it's not like animated. It's just various drawings with lyrics written in to this one song. I can't remember what song it is. And it, I like it. I think it was really cool simply because it's her creativity coming through something she loves. And if Article 13 shows up and stomps all this out, where is that creativity going to go? Like someone's going to be wanting to create something because they they have a love for some sort of series, but they can no longer share it because they're not allowed to post it. Because the company has to pay up more money and they're not – they're just not holding up that end. You're crushing so many artists. I mean at this point, a lot of comedy and other things come from others' works because we get inspired. You know, comedians are funny because they poke fun at something we all relate with, with something we all understand. You know, even if they're really bad jokes, it's still linked to something that – we all know, and that it kind of inspired them to make this joke. Like, I had this really bad day at the DMV. I want to make a joke about that. We all get that. With Article 13, we can no longer make work inspired by something that we all understand or we all know, like something we all know Deadpool. We can't make some funny thing with Deadpool because, well, we have to make sure the proper people get paid for us to even post something related to it. Mm, sorry. Sorry, I had to collect myself right there. I had to ugh, in the throat. This is in Europe right now. Okay, this just got passed on Tuesday. 
it's of course as any law it's still going through some tweaks like i said within less than a week it turned from article 1113 to article 15 and 17 i want to say let me double check it like it's going to change like it's going to change over time as they iron a few things out okay and like i said it's just in europe right now but i'm still like i'm still worried because as with just about anything in today's age and something gets put up and people start to get ideas you know as it stands it seems like everyone but the people that passed this law in london are kind of on the agreement that this is a dumb idea Granted, we've seen dumb people do dumb things. So even though we all agree this is kind of a dumb idea, what's not to say in a couple of years another country picks this idea up? I'm like, you know what? They're onto something. You know? I, I like what they're doing there. I want to do that too now. And then it spreads. You know, that country makes some modifications to the rule to make it a little more – they can work with it a little bit more. And the next thing you know, it keeps getting tweaked and it gets to a point where it still stifles creativity and still shuts down a lot of users and a lot of – copyright and all this stuff it starts to kind of like clog up everything and prevent people from sharing stuff and it spreads kind of throughout the world because people more and more people just start to pick it up like more and more lawmakers like i like that and they, then they do it what's to say that won't happen like am i worried a little bit because this isn't kind of insane this is a pretty insane thing they're doing and I really hope it gets squished. You know, I, I really hope that something happens, whether it's London itself put gets their shit together or there's, you know, a veto gets put in place or petitions are made. Some, you know, something happens that this gets pushed out and this is no longer a thing, okay? At least it doesn't have such a scary hold on creativity, and things get modified. Because if it doesn't, like I said, who knows down the road what this could mean for other countries that they'll pick up on it. Like, this this kind of shit happens. You know, one person does one thing and it starts to spread. One country does one thing and another country kind of picks up on that. And I'm scared that if this keeps going that we're going to lose a lot of the content we love. Like, I enjoy watching Let's Plays. I do. And like I said before... I love Newgrounds, and a lot of content on Newgrounds is based off of other people's materials because it's parody work and stuff like that. There's plenty of original work there. A lot of creators do original work and post it to Newgrounds, don't get me wrong, but there's still that good chunk there that is based on something else that is a parody. And even on YouTube, like with Let's Plays and Twitch streams and all these other things that people are using someone else's content to make something for themselves is going to be targeted and i don't i don't get why that should be a thing if you make a video game you'll want people to play that video game hell a lot of times i you know, i'm a part of a couple different groups on discord for various indie games and they straight up say yeah definitely publish stuff based on our work like Make a Twitch stream, do a YouTube video, do something, you know, make something based on our work to get the word out there so that way we get attention. That's kind of the entire point, isn't it? The YouTuber, the Twitch streamer gets money because they're quote unquote like 
I say quote unquote working. Like, I know there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Okay, I know there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, editing videos, stuff like that. I know a lot goes into it. But they do their work there. All right. And then on the flip side, the group that made the game gets attention. And I can tell you right now, Slay the Spire, Crypto the Necro Dancer, or two that I can think of right away. Enter the Gungan is the third one I can think of. You wanna know why I found out about those games? Because I fucking watched Video Game Donkey and other groups do let's plays of those games. And I then bought into them and I fucking love them. I would have honestly never really found out about those games if it wasn't for those creators, those guys on YouTube, making that stuff. So you want to shut that down? You want to make it where these tech giants like YouTube have to prevent stuff from getting uploaded because it has some copyright issue because that's someone else's work that you're basing your stuff on. And then the people that did make that work, like the indie developers, they no longer get attention. Like it's up to them and them alone to spread the news. And if they get something posted in a news article, well, we can't share the news article because we got to pay up the news people to use their article because that's Article 11. You, you see the spiral here. You see the spiral of just things start to get shut down. And it's I'm not even looking at the whole memes and gifs going away thing. Like, that's part of this. I'm not even looking at that. I'm just looking at this content, just this free speech that is now being censored, which, frankly, is not what the internet's about. The internet is... Not about censorship. <laughs> you can find uncensored shit on the internet everywhere. That's kind of the point. You find something that you enjoy. You find your kink. You find your little niche, your little group. And you can be with them online. <clears throat> Sorry. It's getting it all out. <laughs> getting it all out. Like, people are stupid. And stupidity annoys me a lot. All right. It really does. So that's what I believe Article 13 is all about. And that's my take on Article 13. It's stupid. It's stupid that you're trying to shut down what kind of made the internet what it is today and kind of what made a lot of things happen. A lot of things are real now because of that free share and people citing things. You know, it, it's a self-check system. People call each other out. Have you ever looked at YouTube comments? They can do disgusting, but people call each other out. It definitely happens. People check people online all the time. It's not just on the companies to make that shit happen. It's not just on the companies to watch what gets posted. And it shouldn't be put on creators that they have to worry that things will no longer be shared to their fullest extent. Yes, they'll be protected and people won't steal their work, obviously. But also, they can't really share their work easily. People aren't going to want, companies aren't going to want to go through all the hoops and jumps and stuff like that to just share a video. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, it's utterly ridiculous. It's only been a week, okay? It's only been a week. There's still modifications being made. We have no idea where the hell this is going, really. We just got a general idea of what it means, all right? So fingers crossed, fingers crossed that they clean this muck up. That's the sadness. That's all the sad news for right now. What's happened over the past week? I I don't want to live. I don't want to leave on a sad note. I want to have some joy in this episode, which this is going to be a complete, you know, what's what I'm looking for? Opposite. That's not the right word, but like. Contrast, there we go. Complete contrast to what we just talked about with all this negativity energy. And there's something positive I kind of want to talk about. And that positivity is 
fucking Nintendo make me finally buy a goddamn Switch. Like, I don't have a Switch yet. But the reason why I'm buying a Switch is because Cadence of Hyrule is a thing coming out in spring. And it's one of the greatest things that we'll, we'll ever, ever have. For those of you who don't know, this was a release that happened, I don't know, in like the past two days or something. They they released a video, Cadence of Hyrule, okay? Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring Legend of Zelda. So, brace yourself, games. The guys who made Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is an amazing, procedurally generated dungeon crawler rhythm game. It's very unique, and I love it to death. And it's it's a beautiful game. The guys over at Nintendo realized something, and they gave... I mean, I'm not saying they gave the rights over as in they no longer own it, but they gave full creative rights to Brace Yourself Games and said, make Crypt of the Necrodancer for Legend of Zelda. So now you have Crypt of the Necrodancer's character, Cadence, the main character there, is now in Hyrule, and you have Link and Zelda there partnered with her now, but it's all Legend of Zelda in a Crypt of the Necrodancer coat of paint. So it's now a rhythm game that you're crawling through these dungeons and you have to attack on the beat, so on and so forth. It's straight up Crypt of the Necro Dancer with the Legend of Zelda coat. That's why it's called Crypt of the Necro Dancer featuring Legend of Zelda. And Brace Self Games is just having like going fucking ham with this and doing so much goodness with it. And like I said, I gotta buy a Switch now because knowing Nintendo, they're only going to release this on Switch, even though Crypt of the Necro Dancer is on PC. They're going to just do it on Switch, so i got to buy a Switch so I can get Cadence of Hyrule because, my God, I can't let that slip through my fingers. I will not allow it to happen. But this is like this is good news because we're starting to see that these big companies like Nintendo are starting to realize there's some goodness that can happen from these third-party indie developers. Like, they got ideas. They're not afraid to try something. And giving them a chance to play around with one of your IPs, like Legend of Zelda, one of the biggest IPs out there, and one of Nintendo's, like, I'd say fucking top three, is now being handled by someone completely different. And I think everyone loves that, because now you're getting, obviously, Legend of Zelda fans are getting into it. Crypt of the Necrodancer fans are getting into it. Like, me? I played Skyward Sword. I enjoyed it, to some extent. And then after that, I just stopped playing Legend of Zelda games. Like, I didn't play much in the way of Legend of Zelda. Like, I was, I'm pretty small in my, my love for Legend of Zelda. I am totally buying. I'm totally buying into this because it's Crypt of the Necrodancer. So you get that exposure. Like both parties are now interested because you have these two different fan bases, and then also at least in Crypt of the Necrodancer's area with Brace Yourself Games, people that love Legend of Zelda are now going to be looking into Crypt of the Necrodancer. I guess all some posts on the on YouTube to the official like release trailer that's been posted on YouTube and Nintendo. People commenting like. Okay, I'm looking at like I'm I'm picking up Crypt of the Necro Dancer now, or like oh I'm looking into Crypt of the Necro Dancer because like I never heard of this game. This is fucking amazing. Oh my gods! Like we all love it now. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of loop this back to this whole thing with Article 13. Like that's the beauty of the internet: the fact that people can create take these ideas, take these IPs, and just tweak them a little bit and make something new out of it, make something beautiful out of it. And of course, there's a lot of money being passed around between these two different companies, Nintendo and Brace Yourself Games. Obviously, because it's making a game. But still, with creativeness. This creativeness, as I mentioned before, we were talking about Article 13. People like, I have this great idea, and then they're inspired by something and allowed to kind of do what they want with it in a way. Like, honestly, me, especially, like, still today, but even when I was, like, really a kid, it was bigger when I was a kid, what's happening right now with Cadence of Hyrule is a dream come true. What that means is there is a series that somebody loves 
and they're now allowed to do what they want with that series because this, from what I've heard, rumor wise, from what I've heard, Cadence of Hyrule is a direct sequel to Crypt of the Necrodancer, which then means, in some way, Cadence of Hyrule now fits into the Legend of Zelda timeline chronologically, and that also means that Cadence and everyone else from Crypt of the Necrodancer is officially canon in Legend of Zelda. And if I was the guy working at Brace Yourself Games, my god, I would lose my shit at how awesome that is. That I have the opportunity to put my name, to put my mark on an amazing series. Like I said, when I was a kid, and even a little bit still today, that was one of my biggest dreams. That I can take something that I love, a series that I love so much, and put my mark on it. So cheers to you guys at Brace Yourself Games. I think this is an amazing opportunity, and I think it's going to be an amazing game no matter what. Because Crypt of the Necrodancer is beautiful, and Legend of Zelda, there's just so much to work with. And when you watch that trailer and listen to the modified you know, Legend of Zelda theme in that Crypt of the Necrodancer style, it's just so beautiful. So cheers to you guys for getting that opportunity. And fuck off Article 13. Honestly, we really don't need you here we've been doing fine without you and the internet's not going away anytime soon hell you can fight it people are gonna fight back and you know what if people want to do something they're gonna fucking do it try to stop them go right ahead try to stop us we're not gonna be silenced we're still gonna post what we want to post we're still gonna share what we want to share we're still gonna create what we want to create and that's final welcome to the 21st century there's no more silencing anybody everyone has a voice And it's going to be shared. So for now, take care. Enjoy this week. I think it's officially spring now. You know, it's been nice out. And as I said, my allergies are in uh, full swing and trying to kill me. Give me about two weeks to get used to it. And then hopefully I can breathe again. And not have this weird, disgusting sound in my voice and nose. Have fun, everyone. Enjoy the weather. And enjoy your voice. You have one? Use it.